Hi everyone, today's a solo podcast with me and then we'll hopefully get back to our normal scheduling and conversations and great stories to share by next week. So thank you for everything, for listening, for tuning in. And um, today I want to go on a rant and it's and I'm calling it the pocket rant and it's all about pink and blue. Boys, girls, gender, how clothing affects what we are teaching and assuming our children want, need, and can do. How masterful are they wearing the things that they wear? Um, So it all started with a comic that was posted on Facebook, and it was from 1957. Don't know who the um, original comic strip was, but it's a little girl in a little frilly dress with a nice little uh, twirly skirt to the dress, And the little girl is saying, maybe it's pretty, but how can I carry my frog and my worms in a dress with no pockets? So I love that. And um, no, I don't expect all girls to be walking around carrying frogs and worms. But for the girls who want to walk around with frogs and worms in their pocket, I'm pretty sure they must have pockets to do that. But then I'm also thinking, all kids love collecting. All kids love holding things and putting them in special dark places, especially a pocket. A pocket is such a magical, wonderful thing to have on our clothes. So I posted on Facebook, everybody needs pockets. Um, Just to be able to put your hands in a pocket is a form of self-comfort, is a form of containing energy and, and just establishing who you are and where you are in the world when you're one, two, three, four years old. Maybe when you're grown up too. I'm not, I, 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 that's beyond my uh, wheelhouse, but I know for kids, it's genuine power. So I know that what we wear shapes how we interact with the world and how we, have, we, we view and perceive our abilities and our potential. So we always knew that, that we, we, we dress little baby girls differently than little baby boys. We do put them in tutus. We put them in skirts that get under their knees when they're trying to crawl, that, that trip them up, that get in the way, that make it harder to climb up a slide. Um, it just, some of that risk-taking gets inhibited when we wear frou-frou girl clothes on little girls. Now that's not to say that girls shouldn't choose all those tutus and princess outfits. I'm happy when when kids choose their clothes, but I also want to be there to tuck them under belts and buckles if they if they want to have more mobility, um, crawling and hanging upside down. Like we know from all the new research that that our girls need that all our children need to be hanging upside down more. That that it's helping with vestibular Uh, responses. It's helping with control. It's helping with eye control. That's going to help with reading. It's going to help with balance, with core development. We know all of that great stuff. And yet if you're hanging in a dress or a skirt, that thing comes right over your head. And then it's like, uh uh-oh, lights out. And sometimes that's fun and funny, but sometimes it's just annoying. Um, But today, I'm going to focus my rant more on pockets. So what I love about um, social media sharing is that immediately one of the parents, um, Stacy Blass, 
who has who has been a favorite on these podcasts forever. She she put a link on the on the the Facebook train. Um, post train that said um, the bewildering and sexist history of women's pockets who knew um, so so what they said is that women's pockets are smaller they're less practical um, and that there was a time in history when male patriarchal clothing designers and salespeople this was sort of a 17th century thing um, wanted women not to have pockets. They wanted those um, men to carry the money for women. They wanted men to to be there as the knights in shining armor um, so that and they and they also didn't want to detract from women's appearance so that instead of having baggy clothes with pockets, they could put them in tighter, more form-fitting things. And as the article says, um, the inequality of men and women's pockets was born. Um, and so in the, in the 1790s, pockets slowly started to disappear from women's um, clothes because women only needed to stay home and have tea and play the piano and read interesting books. Um, so it wasn't until like the late 1800s and 1910 when there was a suffragette suit that was put out with no less than six pockets because from the time of the suffragettes and then into World War II, women wanted pockets. Of course they did. So what I want to say is that while um, little girls may not be carrying around their frogs and, and tadpoles and lizards here in South Florida, they still need pockets. They need pockets because what I know about toddlers and preschoolers um, collecting and carrying is that when children hold objects from the world and carry objects from the world, it's a part of ownership. It's a part of this is mine and, and not in a selfish, um, nasty way, but in a powerful way that says, I can manage the stuff of this world and that I can sort it and I can organize it and I can analyze it and I can bring it home and line it up and I can make it my own. And, and that's a part of social emotional intelligence that says, this world is mine. Uh, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but it's mine for the taking. It's a sense of efficacy. It's a sense of I am a competent contributor and person who engages in this world. So what's really, really interesting to me is that the politics of pockets isn't just a grown-up person um, subject to consider, but it's one very much for our small children, for boys and for girls. And so I want you to go home and I want you to look at your children's clothes and see um, are the pockets in their pants um, big enough to get their hands in? Are they stretchy enough to hold the kinds of things that your children want to hold? Um, and, and, and if you can, share with me how your children um, relate to those pockets. What do they collect in them? How do they bring the things home? Do they line them up? 
there of course will always be things that are too big for a pocket and so um, I just want to know about that relationship between this very private space that's on their own bodies and in their own clothes. Uh, I just love this idea that pockets um, is, is a form of how children play and interact in the world. And, and it's funny, um, yeah, I mean, we don't have to get crazy about this. I do remember my, my hero, Bev Boss, many years ago, um, saying that if anything in parenting or in a theoretical um, ideal sounds nutty or absurd, then believe that it is. So, I, you know, you're like, okay, Karen, you've gone over the deep end on this. Okay. Um, that's okay. I, I don't mean that we have to be policing our children's wardrobes or um, become zealous about how we dress them. But I, I think it is a wonderful opportunity for us to look at our assumptions and, and sit back and just have a little extra awareness of are we supporting our children's play? Are we supporting our children's ways of interacting in the world? Um, with a sense of their fullest potential to be uh, who, who they can and might choose to be in the world. I also love the idea that, you know, when I was thinking about girls tripping over their dresses and all of that, we've moved very, very far away from girls in sugar and spice and um, frou-frou don't get dirty outfits. Uh, but those leggings that, that are a new staple and, and, and fabulously comfortable and stretchy and play-based, they still um, don't have pockets. So um, we need some nice um, long things over the top that, where they can sort of put them in. But it, you know, help your child to be aware of their clothing, whether it's buttons or pockets. Um, Look at, look at, listen to the Pete the Cat song or book about my four groovy buttons. Talk about those buttons, but in the same way, maybe we need uh, Pete the Cat to have a pocket book out there. Aha, and now I've said that other word, which is, which is kind of interesting, and that is purses, pocket books. If our girls should have pockets in their clothes, then our boys should be able to carry things um, that don't fit in pockets. A place, you know, there's nothing more fun than carrying a bag, a backpack, uh, a purse, a man bag with, with your special objects in it. Um, there's a mystery to it, there's a integrity to it, uh, and there's a real joy to, again, carrying your stuff around. We know it when children travel that they love to have their backpack when they go to school, that there's a real security and safety and emotional confidence. And I think I even wrote an article called The Magic Power of a Backpack. Um, but, I, but now I want to believe in the magic power of a backpack, the magic power of a suitcase, the magic power of a purse, and the magic power of pockets. So let's, let's look at the choices that we make. Um, I think we've moved past that um, sense that dressing girls is, is wonderful and fun for moms and dressing boys isn't as much fun. Um, what I will challenge you to see is that dressing boys is way more fun because there is a, a practicality and a fluid 
um, to those clothes that allows them to really focus on themselves. If, if what if that cliche about toys, that the less that a toy does, the more the child does, that the less their clothes do, the more they do. Um, because freedom does seem to be a really high priority when it comes to your children moving in the world. Um, so watch out for those tight, um, those tight skinny jeans on boys as well. Not really. They, I mean, I don't mind children looking cute and fabulous, but, um, but I also really need to be an advocate for their ability to play and to not be self-conscious of getting things torn or dirty or stained or any of the things that grown-ups worry about their clothes. And I also believe that there's a real sense of identity that comes with our clothes. You know, there, there is a sense where we say, let's not comment on girls' clothes because we say, oh, how pretty you look today or what a pretty dress you have or how beautiful you are. And I have a very different experience um, with commenting on children's clothes. And that is that while I don't want our comments and feedback for girls to be about being attractive or adorable or cutesy, um, I do believe that young children have this really um, powerful relationship to their clothes. And when you say to somebody, I like your red shirt, it's like Pete the Cat and his red shoes that what I wear becomes mine for the day. And so that you have clothing struggles and power tantrums is not a surprise because voice and choice does extend to clothes and to what I get to wear and how I get to feel in what I'm wearing on any given day. So let's look at our gender assumptions and as they say in this article, oh, if you want to Google the article, um, it was from Verve on September 10th, 2018, and it was called The Bewildering and Sexist History of Women's Pockets. And um, the final question in the article was, is pocket equality too much to ask for? And um, well, I want to celebrate the individuality of each child being exactly who they are interacting in the world in their own personal way. I want to make sure that we give children the options and the opportunities um, to have the most freedom in what they wear and who they are in the world. So thanks so much for listening to my little mini pocket rant and um, send me pictures of what your children are wearing, what their favorite things to wear are. Um, I surely remember a a fabulous red plaid dress that had big pockets in it when I was in preschool. and But I, what I remember about it most was that it had fringe, tiny fringe, not, not, not big crazy fringe, but, but to be able to touch that fringe also was really magical to me. So how, how do your children's clothes help them to feel at home in their bodies and at home in the world? I hope that's been a, a fun question to leave you with, and I'll catch up with you next week. Thank you so much for listening, and by all means, join us for these crazy conversations on Facebook, and that's under my name, Karen Deerwester, on Facebook.
Have a great week, everyone.